Welcome back to another Big Turkey in the Fat American Dream podcast. Today we are doing a locational episode. Where are we at, guys? A.A. Aaron's house. We are in A.A. Aaron's attic. How you doing today, Aaron? I'm Tyler, by the way. Aaron, I'm how's rude. it going? I don't answer questions. What's wrong, Aaron? I'm mad at you. <laughs> What's going on, Aaron? I'm just uh, being held prisoner in my own attic. Why? Why would that happen, Aaron? I don't know, because I'm afraid to get off the couch, Tyler. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. Why are you afraid to get off the couch, Aaron? Let's just talk about Lizard Man. Okay. Because he's been holding a crap right for a very long time. Ha ha ha, Griffin's so funny. <laughs> What's that box in that closet with the wax all over it? I don't know. A demon box? Hmm. What's a demon box, Aaron? You don't believe in that kind of stuff, though. So it's not real. Right? Are we going to talk about Lizard Man today? <laughs> Welcome to another story that is little known. A legend or a cryptid case of South Carolina. The Lizard Man of Aura Swamp. If you wouldn't mind dropping by and leaving us a five-star review on whatever platform you are listening to, and leave a comment, a good comment. And as always, if you have any stories of anything paranormal, weird, or any stories at all, what is our email, Aaron? Um, BigTurkeyPodcast at gmail.com. That's again, BigTurkeyPodcast at gmail.com. How exciting. So, the Lizard Man. How much research did you guys do this week? I did all the ghost research because he told me to. All right. Uh, more research than the Skinwalker episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good, but okay. <laughs> okay, so in Lee County, South Carolina, the Lizard Man of the Lizard Man of Escape or Swamp is said to inhabit the swamp land of the region. It was first mentioned in the late 1980s by a 17-year-old. The sighting got a good amount of publicity by the local newspaper and the radio. And uh, television got a hold of it. Yeah, it, went act it actually went national. Yeah, it not did. just local. Like, uh, actually, Good Morning, what is it? Good Morning America? Is that show? Something at the time. Something equivalent yeah, so, to yeah, it. Yeah, something like that. They went all the way out there to uh, the swamp and recorded. Yeah. In 1988, Christopher Davis claimed his car was damaged by a creature described as a green, wet like, seven foot tall, three fingers, red eyes. Three fingers on the hands and the feet, or so three limbs coming off the hands or in the feet, and it had snake-like scales. Radio station WCOS offered a million-dollar reward to anybody who could who could capture the creature alive. I don't know if that's still going, but I bet I could catch something for a million bucks. You. Local law enforcement officials speculated that the sightings were likely been caused by a bear. Did you guys see that? Yeah. <laughs> they blamed it on a fucking bear. Yeah, because bears are definitely sca scaly. I couldn't have been in, like, they couldn't have blamed it on an alligator, but they... Yeah, like, no. The, all these, the, the ten sightings that happened in, like, two weeks that this made a big deal, they were like, yeah, that was a bear. No, it was seven foot tall and green, had scales, red eyes. Where was this again? This was South Carolina. There's alligators there. Uh, some parts, yeah. Yeah. 
in the southern part. So they could have just easily blamed it on alligators. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I'm Are still, you still I'm, pouting? Yes, I'm yeah, still Aaron's pouting being over a here. little pouty kid yeah. right now for Aaron whatever has, reason. Aaron got some small dick energy, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, the sighting of the creature was first made by George Holloman Jr. in the fall of 1987. Then Christopher Davis, the 17-year-old local boy that made the Lizard Man famous. Davis said he encountered the creature while driving home at 2 a.m. from work. <laughs> yeah, it was from work at 2 a.m. when you're 17. Uh, on June 29, 1988, according to his account, David stopped on the uh, road bordering Scape Aura Swamp in order to change his tire, which had gotten blown out for mysterious reasons. Just as he was finishing up, he heard a thumping noise coming from behind him. The moment he turned around, he saw the creature running towards him. Davis said the creature tried to grab the car or tried to grab at the car, then jumped on the roof of his car while he was trying to escape. Cling on cling on to the roof, Davis started or Davis was in the car. The creature, whatever it might be, grabbed onto the roof and was as Davis swerved trying to go from left to right to throw it off the fucking roof. So that's pretty uh, intense right there. Imagine getting your tire blown out and you fixing it on an abandoned, not abandoned, but a uh, not so used road. Yeah, and uh, you get done doing all that hard work and then this thing is like, bah! instead of attack. I'd rather be attacked as soon as I get out of the car than after the work is done. Yeah, I mean, you know how but it goes. L- luckily, he, he uh, got attacked after the fact, right? Yeah, so that way he could escape in his vehicle. After he had arrived home, Chris noticed his side view mirror had been badly damaged and scratch marks were found on the roof of the car. Chris Davis explaining his story. So this is uh, him actually explaining his story. This I got from a newspaper clipping. I looked back and saw something running across the field towards me. It was about 25 yards away. I saw its red eyes glowing. I ran into the car and as I did that I locked it. The thing grabbed at the door handle. I could see it from behind the neck down. Three big fingers, long black nails and rough skin. It was strong and it was angry. I looked in my mirror and saw it a blur of green running. I could see its toes and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt when I could see his fingers through the front of the windshield where they curled around on the roof. I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. <clears throat> the following month after Davis, the Davis sighting, there were several further reports of a large lizard creature. At one point in the summer, this guy came out and he was like, yeah, I shot it. And they were like, okay. And I guess he was retired uh, military. But they were like, okay, where is it at? He's like, oh, yeah, I made that up. I lied. But he got a bunch of shit for lying about it. Because all these people were like, yeah, this is for real. And now there's like a big festival that goes on because of the creature. Did you uh, see that? Yeah, I saw it. So it's like the Mothman Festival. They get the Swamp Man Festival. <laughs> the Lizard Man. And this isn't like the lizard people that run the government, I don't think. You know, That could have been Bill Clinton at the time running around like <laughs> attacking cars. He probably thought it was a woman. A young, <laughs> young woman. <laughs> like, come get, let me get it. <laughs> Then he got elected. <laughs> yep. 
The following, okay, so reports of unusual scratches and bite marks found on cars parked close to the swamp. Most of these are said to occur in really close proximity of the swamps of Bishopville. So Bishopville is the town that this happened in, in the county of whatever I said earlier. Lee County. Lee County. At the time, local law enforcement officials reacted to the report of the lizard man with a mixture of concern and skepticism. Like you said, he was... The sheriff was concerned because he didn't know if something was being dressed up and attacking people or if it was a wild animal. Right. As they said, a bear running up and <laughs> getting cars. So I guess that would be a concern. A bear in a costume. So stating that a significant... Oh, I'm sorry. I lost my spot. Significant number of sightings had been made apparently by reliable townspeople. And they believed something tangible was seen, but they also thought it was more likely a bear than a lizard, even with the reputable people finding, saying, no, that thing had green skin and it could jump and run and had red eyes. And I don't, I've only seen a couple bears in my life, but I have not seen a green bear that had scales that identified as a lizard. Isn't that right, Aaron? You still pouting over there? I am, yeah. We'll talk yeah. about that at the end of this podcast. Are you crying? No, Griffin. Two weeks after the crying. Davis sighting, <laughs> the sheriff's department made several plaster casts of what appeared to be a three-toed footprints, measuring 14 inches in length. But it decided against sending them to the FBI for further analysis after biologists advised them that they were unclassifiable. So, And they didn't want the FBI coming and killing this creature like... They had done so many times before. Now that picture is on the internet. You can see two police officers holding up the mold mm-hmm. of the footprint. They're very proud of it. <laughs> this town. Yeah. This town wanted this so bad. So what's weird at the time, the same 1988 is 1987. The Goatman came about in Kentucky. The Mothman sightings had just occurred to... <laughs> shoot 18 years prior to this which seems like a long time but it's not uh, 88 was when the goat man of texas came about a lot of urban legends and uh, stories came about about around this time time period so whether people were smoking that funky or just had nothing other to do or the shit just magically landed one day and people just started finding them in this era who knows so, another eyewitness account of the lizard man was a woman leaving church on a Sunday afternoon. She had seen something walking by the tree line near the swap lands. <laughs> she had fumbled around, managing to snap a picture of the creature. Did, did I send this picture to you? No, but I it found it It looked like the 1950s, own. like, cheesy yes, costume. It looked like the 1950s Godzilla doing a Heisman pose. Yeah. If you look up the creature, it totally looks fake, but she claimed she had nothing to do with the incident, and it freaked her out. So the woman who took the photograph identified only as Sarah, Sarah Smutter from South Carolina contacted ABC News in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina after about, about her encounter. My hand to God, she said. I am not making this up. So excited, she wrote to the station explaining how she and a friend saw the lizard man near the Scape or Swamp. They were just coming out of church. Yeah. When they supposedly seen the lizard man. Then that could have been like a teenager like, ah, I'm going to mess with people. Because the costume, uh, I'm not that, saying it's it, not real, but that doesn't match the other descriptions. It looks so cheesy. I feel like, I don't know. It, it literally looks like Godzilla. That one, 
that one I, I is probably fake. The original sighting of the creature, the jumping on the car and stuff. Yeah. I can imagine how freaked out you would be up there. Or uh, down in South Carolina. You're a young kid. You're fucking on the back roads. Yeah. Change your tire and then boom. Lizard man comes out and attacks you. What the hell? Not Bigfoot. Lizard man. So did you read about the, what, the, I think their names were Tom and Mary, their car that got mauled? No, go ahead and tell us about Tom and Mary. I think it was Tom and Mary. Yeah, so the lights just flickered in my house because <laughs> Tyler is a piece of shit. The just lights so are flickering, knows. yes. Just So Tom and Mary had a, uh, had a car that was actually mauled, and they want to say that it was by Lizard Man. Um, the, okay, so the hood ornament was broken off, the antenna was bent and basically made into a piece of origami, the hood was destroyed, there were pieces of the wires for the Did they see the creature doing this? They did not, but they found clumps of brownish red hair Hmm. in and like the fenders and stuff and there were teeth marks and they supposedly they think it, it sounds like man. a bigfoot not a lizard man well some of the reports i found that lizard man did have some kind of like orangish brownish like fur over top of his scales which well, doesn't that's different make yeah sense. i mean whatever but and then but i don't want to say that the 1988 were the was the first sighting because going back all the way back to the native americans they said um, that there were. The word basically translates. I think it's to. Um, I think it's sharp tail. Yeah. And so there's the big thing about the Native Americans. Listen to that. Finish your story and I'll go on to it. I guess basically that they had been seeing them for yeah. a while. There was. Are you almost done with yours? Because I'll yeah, jump. In, I'll done. jump right off of that. So the Native Americans, there's like all these pictures from the show Monsters and Mysteries in America, where they had the Native American tribes had these drawings and paintings on their leather uh, satchels and shit of lizard people living among them, and there was a certain type of fish or whatever that they ate, yeah. and that 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 fish became extinct and then the lizard people went to go live in the swamps of the region and that whole thing that was with there was different tribes around the same area and all the tribes had some form of walking lizard people or what resembled something that stood upright with a lizard head and salamander tail which is crazy and that's not like the other stories of like the skinwalkers or the wendigo or whatever else urban legend comes stipulates from the Indians or Native Americans. It's just a little weird how this one ties in directly with like a, a lizard person yeah. walking among them. And then there's of course there's the curse of the lizard man. Did you see that? No, please do go on. So I guess um, the kid uh, I already forgot his name. The kid who changed his tire and got attacked. What was his Chris name? Chris Davis. He actually was murdered under very suspicious circum- circumstances and so were four other eyewitnesses Are you died under mysterious circumstances from car crashes to murders to just random stuff. So there's the curse of the lizard man. If you see him, you the might, man. yeah, you might be, uh, you might expire before your time. So just close your eyes. Some government crap. 
it all go away. So this was in Mr. Davis had died in 2009. So 2009 is, gosh, 20-some years after the fact, right, of 88. So it's 21 years after. And he was murdered by a 19-year-old who turned himself in from a fatal shooting that, yeah, happened to be an apparent drug-related incident. So still... So uh, mysterious. Yeah, unfortunate. They said it was like almost a random act. Yeah, but that's not the only example. There was a few other examples of people. Other witnesses. Yeah, died. who had seen it and then mysteriously croaked. I guess the shooting. Let the Big Turkey related. Podcast give a warning that if you see something, contact the Big Turkey Podcast. Do not release it to any information to anybody because the men in black will come and haunt you and find you. I did see that uh, one lady was staying in an RV and she had seen some mysterious creature and called 911. And she called 911. The police arrived. She gave her story and said, blah, blah, blah. There's a lizard person or whatever it was. She didn't know what it was. She thought it was somebody in a costume messing with her. Not soon after the cops left, they were like, hey, here's my number. The sheriff gave her. Anything weird happens, you know, it could have been just kids messing around, but just give us a call. We'll come back out. And at this time, there was no cell phones, okay? A couple hours later, later in the night, so this, let's say this happened at 10, this ha- at 1 a.m., let's say, there was a knock at the door. She was like, okay, that's weird. She looks out and she peeks out. It's two men in suits with fedoras. So, yeah, detective-looking fellas. She opens the door, and they talk to her, and she said, they said, what you saw tonight wasn't what you think it was. Don't worry about telling anyone about it. It's no big deal. There's something along the lines of that, right? Like we've heard before. So she's like, uh, okay. And she says, and they told her not to tell the media about it. For whatever reason, who raises kind of red flags to my, my knowledge. How about yours? Yeah. Did it anyways. Yeah. Right. Badass. <laughs> so, she had ended up contacting that sheriff, and she's like, "Hey, you know, <clears throat> I just had these two guys that work for you come out and tell me not to tell the media." And she said she'd already set up something. She said, "Would it be okay if I talked to him?" And he's like, "I didn't send anyone out there." And that was the end of the story that I found. But just kind of odd, right? That these uh, mysterious men in black show up. What do you think, Aaron? I'm just still so mad at you. I don't know why you're mad. Dude, it's been like 30 minutes. Just get over it. Do we have any other details about the lizard man that we can add? I'm sure there's something, guys. Well, you see... Um... No. No more information. Guys, being a reptile-type person, how would you kill it? I don't know. I'd probably just open a demon box. (laughs) Is that your final answer? Yeah, final answer. Glad you think it's funny. I thought, like, at first I was like, oh, maybe pour salt in it. (laughs) Like a slug. But then I was like, no. And you can't, like, cut its tail off because it'll grow back. I don't know. I saw some reports where it had a tail and some reports where it did not have a tail. Just like Mothman, you get all these conflicting reports. Because it grew back. You gotta feel bad for the sheriff, though. 
You know what I mean? Like, what if you were the sheriff and someone's like, yeah, I just seen this lizard, man, and you were just like, oh. Face palm. Oh, great. Well, what if you, as a sheriff, automatically are like, okay, and then, like, shit starts happening, and, like, all these other people are like, hey, I saw a lizard, man. You're not, or you're, sheriff, you're not going to believe this. And the sheriff's like, let me guess, you saw a lizard person. And the guy's probably like, how'd you know? (laughs) Like, stuff like that. Griffin, how would you kill it? Man, I would take a water gun, fill it up with what's something that could kill lizards? I don't know. Po- poison? I don't Cyanide? know. Acid? <laughs> I'll go Jeffrey Dahmer on that thing. Okay. So you're gonna eat it and fuck it? <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't understand that reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here, lizard man, get into my car. So you're gonna catch salmonella. <laughs> Okay, here's how I would kill it. This is the shrine where we worship the lizard man. (laughs) I would certainly silver bullet. Yeah, silver bullet. Of any sort. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with it. What if it's just like an alligator that just learned to walk on two legs and he's just like minding his own business and people just keep prodding the bull? It it really could be though. That's a good theory. I don't think they can walk on two legs, but I mean, I mean, my dog walks on two legs sometimes. Anything is possible. Is your dog a wolf man? No, but like sometimes. Did you hear that? Yes. Yes, I heard that. That one was weird. That was a cat. So earlier. (laughs) How do I explain this? Earlier today, Aaron had a demon box in his house. And I had opened that it. That I didn't want here. Well. And I told you not to bring it to my there house. Was all this cra- $50 on there was all this craze on the internet about demon boxes. So we had to get one for Aaron. Because he said, that's not real. And so we opened it. And now I the, never said it wasn't real. Now the lights are flickering. And I put it in the closet. And there's like all sorts of creaking noises coming from the closet. So I hope all the viewers are happy that emailed them. Particularly uh, Brian. Yeah. Listen. We'll have a YouTube video for you guys here soon. You already had a demon in this house. What what can one more not do that the first one already done? I don't know, but we're going to bring one to your house, Griffin. There. Oh, don't do that. My dad will be pissed. Oh, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever you do, just don't take my Xbox. Yeah. Listen. You got any other stories? What happened? How was your week this week, Aaron? How was my week this week? Same podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it is, Griffin. Just Get with the times. How was your week this week, Aaron? Well, I mean, it was very mediocre. Mediocre? How was work, Aaron, at the dog food factory? Well, it's work. It's not fun. <laughs> They're making us make cat food now. How was work at the strip club, Tyler? It's going well. Never been better. Business is popping. That tax. The hood rich is out. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Griffin. I'm trying to find your ghost story. We have a ghost story for you. Possibly. Not right now.
demon box or a Dibok box is a box that holds malicious spirits. So, in this case that I found online, a man by the name of Manus wrote that he had found that it can, his box contained two pennies. The box was covered in wax, a lock bundle of hair cut with blonde or hair bound with cord. Oh wow. A lock of black and brown hair with a cord, a small statue engraved with the Hebrew word shalom, a small golden golden wine goblet, and one dried rosebud, a single candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs. Numerous owners of the box reported that it had strange phenomena. Open the box. The same day he gave the box to her as a birthday present on October 31st. Every owner of the box had reported that the smells of cat urine or jasmine flowers and nightmares involving the old hag accompanying the box. <laughs> a student of Truman State University in Kirksville, Missouri, and the last person to auction the box on eBay claimed the box had caused the lights to burn out around the house, his hair to fall out. Director of the Museums of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, Missouri, had been following the box and recording the blogs, and when he was ready to get rid of the box, he sold it to Haxton. Haxton then wrote the Dibuck box and claimed that he subs- he developed a strange health problem, including hives, coughing up blood, head-to-toed welts. Haxton uh, consulted with... I He consulted with rabbis. He did not. So he was trying to figure out how to seal the box again. Apparently, he successfully took freshly resealed the box and hid it in a secret location which he will not reveal he later donated the box to Zach Baggins of Ghost Adventures to display at his museum skeptic Chris French head of psychology research at Goldsmith College had an interview with the box owners we're already already primed to be looking for bad stuff if you believe you've been cursed and inevitably you explain bad stuff happens in terms of what you perceive can be caused Put it in words like this. I would be happy to own this object. It is now referred to any holding as Dibak. So, <clears throat> Aaron. What? What are you going to do with your box? You're taking it with you. I'm not taking that with you. Yeah, yeah, no, no you dude, are. We don't want demons nope. in our house. Listen, it, you, have to, you have to get the, the thing back in the box of where you released it or it's going to stay. Yeah, and don't let it possess your dogs. Great. Did you cool. hear that? Cool story. Yeah. Well, you know, I got a question about the story, though. Yeah. So he gave the box to his grandma? <laughs> As a present. That was... What a horrible <laughs> present. <laughs> like. Yeah, okay. So since the original transaction in 2003, Dibuck boxes have fast become a hot commodity on eBay and Etsy. The original box also got... It got mad press and then continues to do so, inspiring Sam Raimi's film *The Possession*. Prices currently range from forty dollars to four hundred, meaning that most people, with a bit of spare change, can nab a wandering spirit with a that will demonize your soul indefinitely. And maybe if you're lucky, like Haxton, you'll get your cholesterol in check. Do you have bad cholesterol, Aaron? I don't know. In 2012, paranormal investigators Tim Wood had paid $20 for his box on eBay, a real bargain, with the, bought the debuck box before he came, before it became a trendy item. 
that they are today, even though his box came with instructions that warned the buyer never to open it as the lights flicker here in Aaron's house. So there, it warns never to open it. Wood went ahead and did it anyways. He filmed it too. Wood said he, he has experienced hotting, manifesting a shattered glass and rancid smells, which result in him resealing the box, burying it in an undisclosed location somewhere in California. I'm not going to tell anyone what it is, he swore. And yet, since the market ch- chalk of full clarity of the boxes. So, together we worked to lay out tips for potential buyers that it is essential that the box comes with a good backstory as certified documents, especially those signed by a rabbi. And of course, when opening the box, if you overcome a smell of urine or see, I didn't say that people, maybe you're in luck. I don't know. So, basically, a demon trapped in a box. It's like a jack in a box, but better. How would you trap it in a box? You have to have a rabbi. I wonder if we could call a rabbi. I'm not keeping it. You gotta trap it then. How? I don't know. You open the fucking thing. (laughs) Just put the rock back in it. We did. And then it can go with you two. It's not going with us. That's spooky. Yeah. This is part three of episode 15. We're kind of doing it all in one episode. First, we talked about the Lizard Man of South Carolina. Second, we talked about a little bit of a demon box and Aaron's whining, because he has one that was open. And now, I'm going to let Aaron take the lead to tell us about the Hitman that went by the name of Joey. That also went by the name of Iceman. No, wrong. Oh. Okay, so basically, we're recording the podcast not in my attic. It's in my upstairs. It's an attic. This is and an And on my nightstand, it's a book I've been reading. Uh, I highly recommend it. So far, it's been a great book. It's actually called Joey the Hitman, um, written by Joey Black. But um, that that's uh, not his real name because he gave a fake name to write the book. He was a mafia hitman. Joey the Snitch. Uh no i mean he doesn't really so far in the book i haven't finished the whole thing but he hasn't really named names on like who hired him to do blank but he has 38 confirmed kills that he confessed to you no longer seem mad about the demon box because i'm talking about something i care about unlike you you're an asshole i'm not an asshole you no, you are though i don't understand why you think i'm an asshole no i think we all know i think we should start talking about the demon box again Griffin, do you want punch? It was nice, though, that the demon box had wax on it. No, it wasn't. I thought Why, the wax had... smelt good. But the I'm just going to have to, like, like, reseal it with, like, a fucking ratchet strap or something. <laughs> don't we have to, uh, like, put... Don't we have to, like, use candles to get the demon back in or something? I have no idea. All right, tell us more. Oh, my gosh, it missed it. I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> Real fast, Aaron, can you explain to the listeners what just happened? No, I can't actually. No. Why not? Because I don't want to. Are you just going to ignore it and hope it goes away? Yeah, just like everything no, else. Just, just keep recording and wait for it to just place it somewhere and wait for it to. All right, Aaron, Joey the Hitman. Why was he important? It's just a good book. If you guys want to read it, I strongly recommend it. Is it a true story? Yeah. About Joey? Yeah. 
He actually killed 38 people. He's Why a real the fuck man. did he write a book? How did he get a okay, book deal? Okay, so there is a... Okay, so there's a little <laughs> bit of a conspiracy behind the book. Um, uh, uh, so conspiracy. Actually... Ding, 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 ding. What had happened was he wrote the book, and it speculated that he had cancer, and he knew his time was coming, so he wrote the book to throw up some red flags and then he eventually he got murdered um i can't no. i can't remember his real name offhand but as soon as he wrote the book shortly after um he got murdered and his um sister i think it was either his sister or his brother got a huge lump sum of money from the life insurance policy because he didn't die from cancer he died from a shotgun that's smart to release that so he set it up where he would be so murdered. There's, yeah, so there's a little have... bit of speculation behind it. Um, he also did an interview on, like, a TV show. It's on YouTube if you guys want to watch it. But if it. he was on the TV and stuff, wouldn't the other, like, people in the Okay, so know? on the TV, this, this is, like, back in the 80s, I think, maybe the 70s. He actually has, like, a black bag over his head. It's, like, before they could blur shit out. So he sits up there and he talks about all the people he, he has whacked. And like all the ins and outs of the mob. Can you name some Italian people? No. This is mozzarella. I hit him with a stick. This is lasagna. So. I gave him cholesterol. <laughs> Wait, my ravioli. So it was actually, it was pretty interesting because it was on there before you could like blur stuff out. And so like he's just on the TV show with a black bag over his head. Joey the Hitman. There's got to be a movie out by him. What's your favorite know. mob movie real quick? My favorite mom movie? Goodfellas. Mine do. Instant classic. Yeah, Goodfellas I don't know why everyone chooses it. It's Godfather is great. Oh, yeah. It's the yeah, all-time great. Not to discredit But Goodfellas it. is about a fucking snitch. Why is everyone like that? So is Donnie Brasco. Also, the, ca the Casino is really good. That's that's not a mob movie. I mean, it is. Which one? Of. Which one? The, the one original? With Robert De Niro in it. Yeah, okay. there's a bunch of good mob movies. Did you ever watch The Sopranos? Yeah. Okay, so I just finished The Sopranos. Did recently. you really? I took a 10-year hiatus uh, to finish the last season, oh. and oh. I just watched it this year, all of it. So... That was that. <clears throat> I've never seen it. You've... Oh, my... I mean, you I know... Can't. You obviously... I, obviously, I have a I thought book. you saw it, and that's why I was No, sad. I have a book about the mafia on my nightstand where I read, so. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth watching. It's kind As of a, one of these... Uh, HBO <clears throat> does a great job with all of its uh, shows, so that's worth watching. What's your favorite Robert De Niro movie? So, I'm probably Goodfellas. Oh, really? What's yours? Uh, Was he I mean, in Goodfellas? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> mine's probably. Uh, I personally don't like Robert De Niro. Men of Honor. Have you ever seen that? No. What's that about? Um, it's about the first African American Navy diver. It's actually a really, really good. Band. When did it come out? Oh, probably two thousands. Robert De Niro had the Taxi Driver was a good one. Yeah, Taxi 70s. Driver is a good one. Oh, he he's been he's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, he wasn't good Goodfellas. Yeah, by I the think way. I think the movie's called Men of Honor. Maybe it's Men of Valor or something like that. The Deer that. Hunter's good. You ever seen that one? <sighs> I didn't the like fuckers, it. The Fuckers, The Irishman. I did not like uh, The Deer Untouchables. Hunter. Duh. The Untouchables is my, my favorite Robert De Niro movie. Can't say I've seen it. Oh, you 
missed out. What's your favorite movie probably like ever? What are your top three favorite movies? Oh, that's a, that's hard. You can't choose three. If you like movies and stuff, I mean, you can't just boil it down. If I had to watch the same three movies for the rest of my life, it would be uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Great movie. Believe it or not, War Horse. War Horse? Yes. I, mean, I haven't Spiel- seen that in a long time. Steven Spielberg did a wonderful job on that. Just the fil- It's the art of the film on that one. I don't know my third one. What about you? Oh, mine for hands down the Hobbit trilogy. Really? Yeah. What I was you? literally watching it when you came up here. What about you, Griff? Number one. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Harold and Kumar go to Katana Bay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Number one, probably all the Friday the Thirteenth movies in general. Okay, that's not one. Movie, yeah, but okay. okay. Well, Who cares? Good job. So Friday the Thirteenth is, you would like just watch it. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Halloween one, the original. Dale and Tucker vs. Evil is my final movie that I would choose. Sorry, you just... I haven't seen that. So back to Joey the Hitman. Joey the Hitman. Joey the Snitch. This is why I'm really looking forward to doing the Richard Kuklinski one episode. Why don't we do it right now? Oh, man, there's just so much to research. We can't do it right now. (laughs) But, yeah, I I love the Mafia. I I I mean, obviously... I, I can't say that, you know, I love the mob because, I mean, they do, like, kill people and eh. shit, but I don't know. I, I, I'm fascinated with it. Everyone I won't is. I won't say that I'm, a, you know, like, in love with Why it. Why don't we definitely take, take a break from our usual, and next week we'll throw a ghost story episode and uh, Richard, whatever that Richard is. Richard The Ice Man in there. The Ice Man. <laughs> yeah, next but, week on the Big Turkey Podcast, we are doing True Crime. We are now basic bitches. Basic Benjamin. We are now in the True Crime Podcast. Are you ready? I mean, we've done True Crime before. Have we? I guess this is all True Crime. What was that? Kind of, kind the of. Lizard Man was True Crime. He fucked up those cars. Yeah. They never found him. He's That's still probably in the, insurance He's still fraud. on the run. Yeah. Every cryptoid we went over killed a man. No, not everyone. Uh, Actually, I don't think any of them did. Yeah. I thought Goatman did. We'll have to do an episode on Goatman. Goatman killed a lot, actually. <laughs> I don't think Goatman killed it. Well, he actually, the Maryland legend, he killed people. Yeah. I thought in the Kentucky one, too. I really did. Because the train tracks? Mm. Well, okay, okay, I'll give you that. Okay. The legend killed him, not Goatman himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen. Do you have anything else about Joey? Uh, I mean, I just strongly recommend. It doesn't this have book. his real name at all. Um, if you search hard enough on Google, you can find it. But in the actual book, no, it just says Joey. <laughs> it's just your typical. I was an orphan. Um, I started running numbers for the mafia, and then one day they were just like, "Hey, want to hit this guy?" That and sounds like the dude from Goodfellas. And then he was like, "Yeah, sure." And then it just kind of evolved from there, but. He had a couple confirmed kills when he went to Korea. Uh, he, he fought in Korea. And then, I guess he was in the mob, and then he got pinched, and they were like, you know, the typical back then, like, army or, you know, jail. And he was like, army, so they sent him to the army, and he killed some people. And then he got back, and he was with the mob again, and then it just kind of manifested into him killing a bunch of people. Yeah! That's no big deal. Listen, you've been listening to the Big Turkey Podcast. This random 
random rambling episode. Uh, next week we'll get to a true crime episode that has a lot of facts and a lot of talking. We will get back to it. You guys have a good week. We're going to figure some shit out. And hopefully Aaron's house is uh, going to be cleansed. Real fast, like on most episodes, we forget to rate our lizard man. I'm going to go ahead and give everyone's rating. Aaron, what's your rating? My ratings are three. This thing's real. Griffin, what's your rating? My ratings are two. This thing might be real. And of course, my rating, as Tyler, is a three. Tyler from the Big Turkey and the Fat American Dream. Did you know a group of turkeys is called a rafter and not a flock? Join our rafter at anchor.fm slash big turkey. Click that support button and thanks for listening guys.